Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? That's this show. Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, stuff. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We are live at State Farm Arena where tonight the Lakers are in town. Yeah. They lost last night, ironically, to Houston, uh, but they make their way to town tonight. Turtle just told us, Mike, uh, that LeBron said after the game he plans on playing tonight. All right. He did. And the reason why this is a deal, guys, a big deal. He did get hit in the face by Dylan Brooks, who is now considered to be the dirtiest player in the NBA outside of... Draymond when he's not being suspended. Correct. He's a, Dylan Brooks is a fake tough guy like everybody on Memphis. So now, of course, he's with Houston. Sure. Yeah, but the, the nonsense continues. I uh, And I watched the replay, you know, last night um, in slow-mo. And I was like, at first, I was like, he didn't do anything. And then I see him come down, and yeah. he hits him in the face. A little extra sauce. A little extra sauce. Yeah, so, you know, listen. Uh, it got chippy. Not with LeBron. One of his teammates took it up. And, and we'll see down the road where that goes because they'll see each other again. But as far as tonight, uh, Hawks trying to – might continue this winning streak. I mean, Sadiq Bay with the putback the other night. Hopefully they can do something against the Lakers, and we'll talk plenty about it along the way. But, guys, it is all about football, where guys are landing, what our staff looks like, what's happening around the NFL. I think, Mike, the big news today, there's two stories, and then we'll get to the Falcons. One, our former coach, Arthur Smith, mm-hmm. is going to be the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And for Mike and I, congratulations to Coach Art. Right. Uh, it didn't work here. But maybe it will work in, in, in Pittsburgh, and we wish him nothing but the best. I think he's going to a great organization, but he immediately, Mike, rebounds, does not stay out of the game, and right. gets another gig, and he's back in the game. The other news, guys, and it's surprising, 
is that Ben Johnson, the hottest coordinator in the NFL this season, right? The Lions played the NFC Championship game. Mike, everybody thought he was taking this commander's job. And today we find out after, you know, the commanders were interviewing him and all this stuff, he's staying in Detroit. It is a weird situation. Yeah, inform both the uh, Seahawks and the commanders that he is going to be staying uh, with us. And that's one of the things, you know, it was interesting to hear uh, Coach Campbell, you know, Dan's basically saying we may never get back here. But one of the things that is key to that is having your coaching staff stay in place, unlike the Eagles did, have, lose their guys in the offseason. So, yeah, you begin to wonder, is it he didn't like the fit or is he a little scared to leave the nest? What do you think? Um, I think that Ben Johnson is a great coordinator. Um, this is his time. Right. My only surprise right now is, you know this, <laughs> we've seen it. Eric Bieniemy was the hottest coordinator in the league. Mm-hmm. And then all these jobs disappeared. You can go from the hotness, Mike, to uh, I don't know if he's the guy. Right. And so when it's your time, I just think that you have to go. Strike while the iron's hot, man. Even even if you fail, even if he went to the commanders and they didn't win, and three years from now he gets fired with new ownership, and all of a sudden he's got $25 million in the bank, he's still going to go be an OC somewhere else. Right. But I just think, like, now's your chance. And, and we'll see. He's a young dude. He's 37 years old. But I, I just think that, you know, this is one of those weird situations. Everybody in the league wanted you. They waited to talk to you until after this game was played. And you're on the way to go talk to this guy, and you get word that he's staying? Weird. Yeah, I mean, you literally, you bought the ticket. I hope you get, uh, you know, you get the non-refundable rate, Carl. Because, you know, that's a dude that, uh, you know, I just thought we figured, okay, this is where it's going. You know, and it's funny because it eventually it sort of, you know, it leaks out. The media gets their hands on it. And the word starts to, well, yeah, did not interview really well. You know, I mean, it's, you know, you're, I'm hiring you, right? You come in, you, or vice versa. I got to dazzle you. I got to have a plan, right? Yep. You're going to ask me how you put your staff together, what your philosophy going to be. You know, obviously, you know, you know what they did with the, with the Lions, but you got to hear and visualize all this stuff. You know, famously, Jim Mora came in and just dazzled Arthur Blank, you know, and, and for one year it worked. You know, 2004 was pretty good, especially on the heels of folks who were kind of you know, done with Dan Reeves at that point. But, yeah, it's just it's interesting how things work. And then maybe the, the buzz is if we, we tried to figure it out for two years, three years now. What, what does Eric Bannemey do wrong in these interviews? And what does he do? Does he not wear a tie? Does he? <laughs> I don't. I mean, what does, he, does he come down? Does he does he put his feet up on your desk? I don't know, man. Other than the code that well, he's a bit aggressive, so he's old school. Yeah, you know. But apparently, there's no place for old school as a head coach. I guess that's crazy. I don't either. Uh, by the way, Dan Quinn completed his second interview with Washington. Now it is Plan B for them. So mm-hmm. the two teams that need a coach and right. still have not hired is Washington and obviously Seattle. I told you guys, I think Mike Vrabel ends up now maybe in Seattle. He was sitting out. I thought that the opportunities were dissipating because we all figured that Ben would take this job. Now that that hasn't happened, maybe Seattle goes, whoa, okay. We were waiting to talk to Ben. Let's go back to the guy that we really liked. And I think, you know, for him, that's a good fit. Dan Quinn, guys, he went there. They didn't offer him the job after his second interview. Right. When you don't get what over about, the, what when, about you, that? when you don't get over the job after your second interview, Mike, normally, normally you don't get that job. But who knows? Seattle could go back now and say, wait a minute, Ben was our first guy. Maybe we go back to Dan Quinn as well. Vrabel's still in the mix. By the way, I do not think Belichick gets either one of these no, jobs. I think we've already talked about the you know, there's no reason why you go from Pete Carroll to another guy who's actually older than Pete Carroll or will be. And then, you know, the commander's got a new fresh owner, and I would think they want to maybe try something new and with a younger coach. If you get the right one, he'll be there for a while. So, I don't know, maybe Vrabel gets a chance to backdoor in. He'll, like, he'll get more opportunities. But uh, as we said, guys, we're not the only ones who passed on Belichick. But with Seattle, maybe that Dan Quinn would be their Raheem Morris.
Yeah. I mean, because he'd been there as a DC. There's familiarity with the organization. He, you know, if, but that, then, then why'd you move on from Pete Carroll if you're just going to bring a Pete Carroll disciple in? Yeah, it, does, it doesn't make sense. 404-726-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We invite you to follow us on social media. It is Twitter, not X to us. It is Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put em Up, C Dukes, and the radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on, guys, in the world of sports. Tori McElhaney's going to stop by. She's with Falcons com and we will uh, pick her brain a little bit about what's going on with the staff mike uh the staff is shaking out chris what was the word you used earlier today when we were talking the marvel type layout what did you say to us yeah the uh, the falcons put out a graphic yesterday with all the new coaches and it looked like when the avengers were assembling <laughs> yes yes so right. we, we now know the coordinators we know the special teams coach now we're going to be full transparency here our special teams was not good last year yeah, okay. I, I brought that up to it you was yesterday. Not good. I didn't really quite understand why Marcus would be coming back. Well, they retained the special teams coach, and we've got some work to do there. But obviously, you know, Mike, whatever was said or however those interviews went, he convinced the new folks, and that's specifically Raheem Morris, that, hey, right. you know what? Uh, we didn't do a good job last year. We can do a better job. I just didn't feel like if you were going to keep some people around, and, and the guys they kept around, Dwayne Ledford, some of these guys we said, some of this stuff wasn't broke. But that's an area where we definitely need to improve. Nevertheless, what do you think, man? How do you feel about what this is shaking out to be? Yeah, I mean, I certainly like uh, what I heard from Zach Robinson. I know I heard Andy. Andy certainly knows who the new D.C. is going to be because he was the former head coach of the Huskies. You nailed it, by the way. Take some credit for that. You had it for anybody else. That's Thank why you, you got to listen to Dukes and Bell. But uh, what is our defense going to look like, by the way? For a scheme? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, first of all, Lake's coming in. He's going to call the place. Uh, yeah, you're not going to have a coach. I know Steak no. said this. I heard him on the, no. on the Steakhouse today. You're not going to have a guy with a Chinese menu in front of his face the whole well, game. Which, again, that's what happens with guys. Andy Reid does it, too. It's not always bad. But you'll have a guy who's basically engaged in the whole process of coaching yeah. the team. Yeah, and I also think this is just me talking. I, I don't know. I, I, no one said this to me. But Raheem was here when Dan Quinn went under. And Dan Quinn, part of him going under, if you forget, mm-hmm. was trying to take on all the responsibilities. He was trying to do too much. And we talked about it. Mike, being a defensive coordinator, you can be an offensive right. coordinator and be a head coach. It is rare to be a defensive coordinator and be a head coach and still call plays. So Correct. with that said, uh, Lake will call him. But I, I think, Mike, ultimately, you know, you try to build on what, what you've got now. I know this. I know guys like Jesse Bates are very excited Mm-hmm. Grady's very excited because they understand that these dudes that are coming in, speaking of Raheem and, and, and Jimmy, they get defense. And so I think the defense is going to continue to get better. But as far as what we're exactly running, I'll wait to, to, for judgment. Yeah, guys, you know, with the Rams, when you think about, like, you know, two years ago, Super Bowl last year, struggles with the injury to Stafford, still obviously popped at times with Baker, which was interesting to see. And then, you know, this last season where they were kind of you – know, Rams kind of left for dead a little bit. Then they were. Developing new talent, getting new faces out there, and then getting results, and then making – I mean, that's one of the bigger surprises, them making the playoffs, you know. Because remember how it, for a while it looked like the Broncos were riding the ship, but they didn't. The Rams did. And these are guys that know how to deal with some adversity and also how to handle success too. So, look, we're not going to know until we find out who the freaking quarterback's going to be, but so far i got no problems. I don't either. Uh, I, I don't either. And, and here's the other thing. The biggest part of this staff – the defense will work itself out. Mm-hmm. How do we work with a rookie quarterback if, in fact, we have one? Right. If we're drafting a rookie quarterback, who's working with them, right, more importantly? Uh, and, and how does that look in the building when you talk about this offensive staff? Now, Zach Robinson, that's his background, Mike, and right. I do like that hire a lot. 
Um, we talked about Yates yesterday, now going to be the quarterback's coach. So you would figure those two guys would be the two main guys that would right. be working with whomever we might draft. But that's the biggest thing, guys. I mean, like, the defense, I'm not worried about the defense. I'm not worried about Jimmy Lake or, or the fact that Raheem is here and he won a Super Bowl being a defensive coordinator. Defense is going to be fine. What's going on with this quarterback yeah. development thing that we need to figure out? And I love it. Guys, dude, I love the mock draft as much as anybody. Can I just make a public service announcement for my mental health? Yeah. Don't send me your mock drafts, okay? I mean, there's, there's plenty of time, and I, I know your heart's in the right place. We're all passionate Falcon fans here. But, again, Carl thinks I'm silly for this one, but I wish the NFL Network would come up with some kind of standardized draft that actually is based on real information because these stupid websites, they Carl, they vary from all sorts of nonsense. You know, so I, I picked this up. Uh, I got us Michael Penix in the fourth round. You know, oh, really? Got us Jared Verse in the second. Oh, wow, that's a hell of a team we're going to put together. Guys, just stop. Wait till the combine, wait till the pro days, and then maybe, just maybe, we can start doing this. I'm going to, you know what? I should have made this my New Year's resolution. What's that? I am not mocking Carl. Okay. I will. I, I promise you, the listener, I will not put anything on Mike Bell ATL till we get to uh, till we get the week of the draft. How's that? I'll do one big one. I'll go. All, I'll do all thirty-two. All right. Fair enough. Listen. Because, but again, I just think it's it's a, it's a silly. You just don't know yet what the what the coaches, what the words are going to be, what the medical is going to be on some of these guys around the you know the buzz about some of these guys stock rising, falling, etc. Yeah, it's it's way too soon. 404-726-0929. Uh, according to Pro Football Network, Lake, we're talking about Jimmy Lake, is credited with elite DB development and will be key in having AJ okay. regain his form, developing guys like DeMarco Hellams right. and Clark Phillips. Right. We like all those guys. We do. AJ Terrell is a big question mark for me as far as the contracting stash. That's the question. All right. Uh, yeah, defense I'm not concerned I'm not right. concerned about. we got to get this offense thing right. Tori McElhaney is going to join us, guys. Falcons.com. She'll join us next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Lakers in town to take on our Atlanta Hawks. We've been talking a lot about the NFL, guys, and rightfully so. There's just a lot of movement going on right now. But, Mike, you were talking about the Senior Bowl. And Mike and I were just saying, you know, this these, this is a, a situation for us, for our team. Right. To uh, go look, see, and maybe find, as we said, a diamond in the rough. These guys, you know, all these guys can play. It's, it's where you project them to be. And so 
Um, we're going to talk more about that and some names that are coming up because there's some Georgia names that have right. been talked about already today yeah. that we uh, we want to get into. I know that uh, Lad McConkey is intriguing. I don't know. Again, guys, it's fun to sort of speculate where they're going to fall in the draft. But uh, I was telling Carl, watching some Florida State interior linemen doing some work and obviously some regular names you recognize from the SEC. So that's why the coaches go down. That's why we have to wait till Monday, by the way, to meet our new head coach for the Falcons. Let's talk to Tori McElhaney. She is with Falcons.com. First and foremost, Tori. Happy birthday, birthday to <laughs> you. How you doing, Tori? It's your birthday. How you doing? Hi, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we hope we got you a, a We got you a cookie puss. We just got to find the candles. <laughs> we hope you are having a great day. Uh, and thanks for jumping on with us. Like, you know, listen, I thought you might be off today. Like, hey, it's my birthday. I'm not doing anything. But uh, it's you, a busy y'all time. Y'all know this thing doesn't stop. Like, it doesn't no, matter it does, if it's right. your birthday, your mom's birthday. It don't matter. Christmas. We're no, working. It, it's true. Uh, speaking of working, tell us your thoughts about the hires of Zach Robinson, Jimmy Lake. Uh, they retained some guys on the staff. Uh, let's start with the new guys, and then I want to get your take on the guys they retained because a lot of Falcon fans are saying, wait a minute, I mm-hmm. thought they were cleaning house, and that's not the case with Raheem Morris' staff. Right, yeah. No, I, I'll, I'll start with the coordinators. Um, a guy like Jimmy Lake, who is someone who Raheem Morris has worked with for many, many years um, at various different locations. I mean, there are two people that I think are going to be really in sync into what the Falcons defense is and kind of what the expectation for this defense is. When I look at kind of the scope of what this defense has shown us to be and what they could be under Raheem Morris and Jimmy Lake, I mean, I think you should be excited because the pieces are there. We've seen what this defense was able to do this past year and you know, I, I don't know who's going to be calling plays. I'm sure we'll find that out at Raheem Morris's introductory press conference for the defense. But I could totally see it kind of being a, a tag team type of deal. And then you switch over to the offensive side of the ball with Zach Robinson. I know he was one of those names. You always get some of those, like, coordinator names that are, you know, young, up-and-coming guys who, you know, you really people are really excited about. And I think Zach Robinson was one of the – the biggest names I think in this coaching cycle in terms of someone who hadn't had previous offensive coordinator title and who was really up for one this year. And I don't know, I I think, you know, I've seen some things about people kind of being a little bit trepidatious on the fact that Zach Robinson has never called plays before. And look, like you, you never know who's going to be the next best thing in offensive play calling until they get a chance to call some plays. So you know, let's let's be a little bit patient. Let's take a breath, which I know is sometimes hard, easier said than done. But let's take a breath and let let's see what these guys can do. Right. I just think anybody off the either the Shanahan or the McVay tree is a pretty good option. The way their offenses function. Yeah. No, that, that's a good point. And I mean, you look at some some guys that have kind of already had success in the league from those trees, and and whether it be head coaching experience or offense coordinator experience. I mean, that's that's a tree that has been plentiful for the NFL so far in the last, let's be honest, probably five years. So, uh, you know, the, the track record is, is pretty good when, it com- when you have individuals coming from that tree. So retaining some of the guys on the staff, let's talk about that, Tori. Tori McElhaney joining us, Falcons.com here on Dukes and Bell. Um, was that a little bit of a surprise? I mean, you obviously are going to interview the guys on the staff, and if you want to retain their services, you know, you obviously have the right to do that. And I'm not surprised that Raheem kept a bunch of the guys that were currently here. 
Yeah, I don't think it's it's very surprising because, I mean, you have seen glimpses of some really good things, you know, reportedly that the Falcons are bringing back guys like TJ Yates and Michael Petrie and Dwayne Ledford, who is working with the offensive line. I mean, when you have your owner kind of sitting there in, in a press conference saying that the offensive line is a well-coached position group, I mean, that's a – that's a pretty big endorsement for, for anyone, you know, let alone an offensive line coach. And, and just kind of looking at the – just using the offensive line as an example, that group is all coming back, you know, this coming year, barring anything crazy or, or trades or anything like that. And that that is, to me, something that the continuity with that group is so important. It's the reason why I think they've been as successful as they've been in the last couple of years. And Dwayne Ledford's a big part of that. So the the names that we're kind of seeing thrown around there about being retained, it, they all I can all make sense of it. And Tori McElhaney joins us, guys, on the WaitFor.com hotline. Read your stuff at Falcons.com. You see her up there. Before you know it, we'll be up there at camp. Carl and I will be standing on the hill. And Carl will be going, that guy's a bum. But hopefully this year in the draft, there'll be less of that. And free agent invitees. All right, I know it's the $64,000 question. What do you think? What do you, I mean, right now, in your crystal ball, what do you think that the quarterback plan may be? Hmm. Oh, man. I mean, y'all do know I work for the team, so I can't give any way, away any trade secrets or anything like that. Spill but it. what I will say is that I I mean, they could go any which way. And, you know, whether it's trading for a guy, getting a guy in free agency, drafting a guy, I know I'm spilling the company line, but the, the Falcons are the team, I think, in the league this offseason that have to have more than almost any other team in the league. This one position, the quarterback position, is a position that they absolutely have to answer. So you know that we're going to get an answer, and I think we're going to get an answer very quickly because if we get through the first wave of free agency and they haven't made a move towards any guys out on the market yet, then, I mean, you kind of just start narrowing down, narrowing down, narrowing down until you finally get to the point of, oh, X is their starting quarterback in 2024. But all I know is that it's going to be – going to be interesting i mean i don't know where they go i haven't had conversations with those guys yet about what they're leaning towards in terms of a quarterback but it's the one question that they got to answer now that they have a head coach tour can we talk about the structure of, of the front office with rich mckay and what we saw in the memo that was released by the team saying that he's going to be basically overseeing atlanta united um the day-to-day stuff is there anything that you can add to that meaning do we know at this point how the decisions on these kinds of things, draft picks, free agency, et cetera, will work with the new front office with Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot, et cetera? Yeah, so the best way I can explain it is to tell you what was and now what is. So what was is that it was Arthur Blank at the top, then Rich McKay going underneath. If we're looking at an organizational chart, it's Arthur Blank at the top, then Rich McKay, and then at the time, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot were kind of offshoots under Rich McKay, and they had 50% control of the organization. So 50%, let's say, personnel for Terry, and then 50% coaching, play calling, that kind of stuff for Arthur. And that's the system that they had in place. Well, now that's no longer their case. Now Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris, I think they still have that 50-50 control of the organization, but now there's no longer kind of the middleman of Rich McKay Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot are directly speaking to Arthur Blank about football day-to-day decisions. So 
that's kind of the, the best way to explain it. Now, how that works moving forward, I think we'll get a more clear answer to that once we see the decisions being made by this front office and by this coaching staff. But that's, that's an overview of kind of what the difference is between the last few years and where they are now. Troy McElhaney from the Falcons uh, with us. And again, I know you work for the, for the organization. I want to put you on the spot. But it just seems like the perception amongst the fan base, to Carl's point, it just it really seemed like after six years of not making the playoffs, folks wanted to see a reshuffling of the chairs. And after the press conference not having Fontenot there, I think a lot of fans are pretty excited, pretty happy about the new direction. The, uh, the, the team itself, this, uh, you know, and, and with Fontenot, I thought, Troy, we always loved the moves in free agency. We were always a little confused about how the process, especially in the first round, played out. And maybe Arthur Smith was more involved than he should have been. Yeah, I mean, that's the question. Um, I can't tell you one way or the other. Um, I, I wish I could, but that's that's not uh, something that I can answer. But I, I do think that where they are now, if we're just taking exactly what they're telling us about the organization, it's Terry Fano has 50%, Raheem Morris has 50%. You talked to Bijan, by the way. Is his birthday today, too? Is that right? It is his birthday today, yeah. He's yeah. my uh, fellow January 30th birthday. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, uh, again, happy birthday. Enjoy the day. Uh, uh, seeing Gibbs make the Pro Bowl, you feel like, man, that could have been our boy. Who's that? Jabbar Gibbs making the Pro <laughs> oh, Bowl, you yeah. feel like Bijan should have been course, that dude. Of yeah. course. He had a great rookie season. He, he's going to be great for us. But, yes, Tori, thank you so much for jumping on with us. We appreciate the info. Falcons.com, check out her, her stuff. She does a great job with all the things she does for the Falcons. And have a great day, Tori. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. All right. Cool yeah, and I just think, you know, that as as we all know, there was just a sort of a, a rich rich McKay fatigue, I think, amongst a lot of the fan base. And now you know, you're looking forward to, you know, letting, look, let's Fontenot, let him do the job. As you pointed out, you know, the last few weeks, look at Rand Carthon up in Nashville. You know, the guy was hired to do the job. Let the man work. Yeah, we're going to – this next draft, this spring draft, and this free agent period, no more Arthur Smith in the building. So if you're saying, hey, who are picking the picks – if this is true to Tory's point, and they're saying what they're saying, and we bought, we believe it, then this will be on the shoulders of our general manager. And, and the reason why that's important, guys, is because when things go bad or a player doesn't work, you want to know what the thinking was behind that particular player or how you went into thinking about this right. and the selection. That's why. When everybody's pointing the finger, well, it was collaborative. Hey, he did. I did. We did. I I need one guy. I need a boss. Right. I need and somebody it, to tell me. It was that same collaborative process which made that play for Deshaun Watson, Carl, which lost you Matt Ryan for a second year for Arthur Smith. You know, whatever that would have been. You know, yep. and whatever they, how they may have changed Correct. their approach with the quarterback. You know, you don't know. By the way, real quick, I know we got to catch a break. The way that Pickett looks, is he going to have like post-traumatic stress, Desmond Ritter disorder? What do you mean? Like PTSD? Talk about Art Smith up there in the Steelers. If, oh, if yeah. Pickett can't get dialed in, because he's been a mixed bag at best. I, I don't know what they're going to do, man. It's going to be crazy to see how it all gets figured out uh, with, with these coordinators. All these guys taking new jobs, they, they encounter new problems. I mean, it's not like you're going into a perfect situation either. Uh, with, with the Steelers. They have their own issues. Coming up, guys, we'll hit some headlines as the Falcons continue to fill out their staff. Also, Hawks in action tonight. And we'll talk more about the Senior Bowl and what the dogs are doing there. Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Game. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Don't just live, live well, guys. And, of course, we are down at State Farm Arena, if you're wondering. Where are you guys? Uh, Lakers in town tonight. We'll see what the Hawks do. Uh, LeBron did say after the game last night against Houston he expects to play. He got hit in the face by Dylan Brooks, which is why we're even talking about whether or not he's going to play. But he's, he's expected to play. He did not answer any questions, though, about Dylan Brooks last night. Literally, when he was asked, so uh, this thing with you and Dylan, next question. He didn't answer. I mean, it's almost like he's such a punk to him. Like, why even give him the stage? Correct. Why even put him up? Because when you answer it, you're putting him up on your level, which there's no reason to because we all know Dylan Brooks is a fake tough guy. I agree. Uh, so, with that said, we'll see what happens with the Hawks. We'll keep you updated on what the uh, Hawks may look like tonight. Maybe they get Deion, uh, DeAndre Hunter back. Uh, Kobe Bufkin has been called up from uh, the College Park Skyhawks to see after a 43-point night last night. We'll see if he maybe gets some run. Um, bottom line is, Mike, just got to find ways to get it done, and we'll see what happens with the Lakers. Hey, we're talking about the NFL. Lots going on. Uh, Senior Bowl, and I just want to mention this because this is the first of many opportunities for teams to get a feel for some of these players, Mike, right. that we're going to be looking at. You were telling me about a kid that you, you like, uh, interior defensive line. And by the way, we have to assume Grady's going to be healthy on Yamada's back, right? We're going to be better just because we're going to be healthier. But doesn't mean that you don't add depth there. It doesn't right. mean that you don't go after another D tackle. And I just think, you know, like I, you, you guys, obviously, you got your team that you follow, so you know some of the dudes. But uh, Braden Fisk was a guy that transferred from Western Michigan to Florida State. You know, you know Norvell did a lot in the transfer portal. And this guy just, he's got a nose for the ball. He made some, has some huge plays in the LSU game to start the season down in Orlando. And he's just a he's just an interior guy who gets after it. and he's got the size wise where he could kind of a poor man's Calais Campbell in the sense that he's about, you know, six three, six four. And obviously Calais is huge. Yeah. But he runs almost three hundred pounds. He's two hundred and ninety and change. So you could use him in a sort of a hybrid tackle edge, which is nice for depth and a rotational point. Anyway, but he's he's a guy that was getting after it today. We'll talk to our boy uh Jarvis. Jarvis Davis is down here, man. So we'll see what he's got to say about what uh, what he's seen. Awesome. Uh maybe the next few days before the end of the week we'll grab uh 
We'll grab Brian Baldinger as well. He's there doing a lot of stuff for NFL Network and get his thoughts on the players. He's scouting a lot of guys for the network, and I'm curious to know what he thinks about it as well. 404-726-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, guys. Dukes and Bell live at State Farm. Turtle is down here with us, hanging out. Executive producer, of course, Big O, back at the studio. And our man, Jersey Mike, our on-site engineer. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. In the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Mike, let's start first with the uh, NFL coaching carousel that continues right. And we said today, if you missed it, guys, to start the show, Ben Johnson makes a decision to stay in Detroit. Um, I will never question a guy. You make your decisions. You, you do what you want to do, what's best for you and your family. I just find it a weird right. decision when you're the hottest guy in the NFL and all these teams are waiting to talk to you and you don't take a job. The commanders were on their way mm. to meet with Ben Johnson, and they get a message, uh, he's staying. And you're like, what? What do you, what do you mean? We're, we're on the way. We're, we're in the jet. Uh, <laughs> right. he, he's staying. So this was c- kind of a surprise. So they were in Commander One, basically, fueled and ready. They were on their way. I mean, listen, they were going to meet with Johnson and Aaron Glenn. They got word that Johnson was staying with the Lions. And then, um, you know, it was a pivot because now you're like, okay, so what was our plan B? Because they've been waiting. Everybody thought this was a done deal. Right. Mike and I had talked about it. Everybody in the football world has said Ben Johnson's getting that job. He's going to be offered that job. Well, he doesn't want the job. So that's a surprise. Yeah, and I know that uh, you and I have talked about it to start the program. Sometimes guys feel that, you know, maybe they're just not ready. But, I mean, you, you, you have also said for some guys there's a window that opens and never opens again. Yeah, man. And I know for younger audience members, they might not carry as much weight. But Carl and I were talking off the air. There's a guy named Gary Barnett <laughs> who's coaching at Northwestern. And, he, and, you know, before Northwestern had guys all naked and, and, and rubbing on each other, this was a really good football <laughs> team that he did it the old-fashioned way without that. But, uh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> sorry for the visual. <laughs> That's, that's for reference to the coach you got got. But Gary Barnett was up for the Notre Dame job. And being in Northwestern, you're right there. You've been, you know, it's a two-hour drive to Notre Dame. It seemed like a natural fit. He was already recruiting. And he turned it down, which was dumb. And then later on, he wound up in Colorado. Then he had a female punter, and he made an off-color remark, and he got fired. But, uh, but back in the day, there was a chance to get the number one or one of the top three jobs in the country, and he turned it down. Yeah, it just – these jobs just don't come about. Right. Like that. And and so with that said, everybody says, well, he's 37, and he is. And he'll be in next year's coaching cycle. Now you don't know that. You don't. Talk to Eric Bieniemy about that. Y- y- yeah, so I, uh, that's a big surprise. Meanwhile, Arthur Smith, former Falcons head coach, is now going to be the OC for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That news coming down the day as well. The Panthers continue to hire their staff. They plan on hiring Bucks wide receiver uh, coaches, their offensive coordinator, Mike. Dave Canales, again, going back to where he was and going right. to bring in the wide receivers coach to run the offense. I don't care what anybody says. They're in a very similar situation that we're in. The difference is they have their guy. They already drafted Bryce Young. But right. they've got to develop him, Mike, and he's got to be a lot better than what he was his rookie season. And I'm hoping he is because I believe that Bryce will be better. But they're, they're hiring a guy that's 32 years old. We see this youth movement with coaches in the right. NFL. Uh, Dan Morgan obviously made a connection. Dan Morgan was in on some of these meetings before they named him the general manager there up in Carolina. And, you know, you and I were kind of talking about this off the air last week. But Dave Canales, he co-authored a book about his life's journey and some of the struggles that he had in his marriage, dealing with infidelity, addiction to alcohol, pornography. You know, my first reaction would be a hell of a lot of fun to hang out with in Vegas at sometime but obviously he's talking about getting it together and straightening things out and he's willing to put it out there yeah which i mean is a bold move right for some guys in football where it's kind of like you keep it inside maybe you don't want that stuff going public but it certainly obviously didn't affect his chance getting a, an opportunity and he's using it as a platform to maybe help other people yeah he's it, it's a great story i said this when he got hired uh 
if you want to go read about it or check it out. But, you know, I, I do appreciate it because all these guys are not perfect. And, you know, they, they, they live this life where you go, man, they got a great life. Eh. It, it wasn't. And and for him to get the support he needed from the NFL and other coaches, Pete Carroll, when, when he was up there in Seattle and all the people that helped him, he gets an opportunity to be a head coach. And that's a that's a successful story. I think, Mike, he put it out there so he could help others. Hey, let's hear Rex Ryan because I'll tell you who's getting killed right now, Georgia fans. Mm. Todd Munkin, the Ravens fan base has no understanding about what happened in this game. Todd Munkin went completely away from what made the Ravens successful this year in the championship game. Here is Rex Ryan talking about Todd Munkin, the OC for the Ravens. It's the stupidest game plan I've ever seen. And you know what, Greg Roman, every single person needs to apologize to you because you got blamed for everything about what was wrong in Baltimore. And it wasn't you because this this new guy that we uh, praised the hell out of. Todd Munkin. Yeah, Todd Munkin. By the way, with the new guy. You, you don't have Tom Brady. Do you realize your quarterback is Lamar Jackson, not Tom Brady? What in the hell are you doing Dropping back 82% of the time. This is a team that led the NFL in rushing attempts. They had six whopping rushing attempts yeah. to, the, to the running backs. Because they ain't going to run the ball. What the hell are you doing? Well, you know what? I mean, we all knew Todd Monk did a bang-up job here and did a bang-up job for you know 95% of the Ravens season. But accurate, you and I talked all about it on Monday. Not running the football, not committing to the run, yeah. and I, everything there was accurate. I, I think the moment may have been too big for Todd Monken because you know you know what your strengths are, and you you totally abandoned it. Makes no sense. It, it just doesn't. Um, I'm not going to tell you they are. They would have won the game, but they played as if they were down 24, 30 points in this game. Right. You just didn't have to pass the ball like that. You had plenty of time on the clock. Again, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but this was easy. And this, if you watch that team all year, this is what he's getting criticized for. So, Mike, you go from being the best thing to happen to Lamar Jackson all season long to the GOAT now. You are the guy that everybody's blaming for this loss because the offense didn't do the job. By the way, you guys realize the Ravens held the Chiefs out of the end zone in the second half. Correct. Right. And you said it. I'll use your phrase, Dukesism. When the light shines the brightest, man, man. you got to step up. And by the way, we spent some time yesterday because I posted that Lamar choked. And even, even a D-led coming at me. That, that's a weak-ass take, Mike. Well, I know you guys might not listen to Uncle Mike, but I know you'll listen to Stephen A. Smith, who yesterday said Lamar Jackson choked mm. quite definitively. So there you have it, folks. If you don't take it from me, I know you'll take it from Stephen A. Quite frankly, <laughs> it's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, speaking of ESPN, can I hear Pat McAfee? Are you guys tired of this whole Taylor Swift thing? Are you guys tired of it? I don't care. I it don't doesn't either. bother me. Real quick, I, I, was, I had a guy today, I put it up on, on, my, my, on my Twitter, Mike Bell ATL. Who cares? How many guys do you remember how many times in the last probably seven or eight years of Tom Brady's career they showed Giselle Bunchen? All the time. They, just, they would show the her time. in the suite. All the time. Tom Brady's wife is a supermodel. And Tom Brady was always in big games. Yep. And I never – so, Carl, they're not always going to show you the sideline or the field. They're going to cut to a guy with his face paint or some dude with his shirt off. Maybe sometimes it's Travis Kelsey's brother. But, I mean, I don't care. It's not taking away from my viewing experience. Football is really, if you think about it, only X amount of minutes of action in between there is time to look at other things. Yes, there is. Listen to Pat McAfee. Uh, this is what he said about you being tired of tired of seeing Taylor Swift. 
the most successful woman on earth right now. Yeah. Dating the greatest tight end of all time who's on the current dynasty. Why is everybody so mad about it? I don't get it. Why is everybody so Tired mad about it? it? I'm, sick of being, I'm sick of people being mad about it. I am too. I mean, it, it doesn't one. It doesn't sway me one way or the right. other whether I'm watching the game. I didn't change the channel on Sunday, nor did I do that in week six when everybody was wondering whether right. she'd be at these games or not. Here's the deal, guys. This is great for the NFL. The NFL's loving this, right. right? You've got a completely new fan base that has come to the NFL that was Swifties. Some of these women didn't even like football, and now they're watching it, okay? For the NFL, this is great. But for me as a fan, I don't have any issues with it. You guys know she's going to find a way to be at the Super Bowl. I don't care about her, her world tour and all that. It's going to happen, and they're going to show her, and I'm f***ed. Who cares? And Mike brings up an excellent point. If this was anybody, if you are the guy, and Kelsey is one of those guys, and your wife or your girlfriend is in this magnitude, this stratosphere, right. she's going to be seen. That's just what it is. Right. Now, again, the fact that you've got millions of Americans uh, believing in some conspiracy theory that somehow, you know, <laughs> it's all it's all to get her to somehow endorse someone you don't like running for a high office. I mean, you guys are out of your freaking minds. Yep. It's kind of further proof that we've never as a nation been dumber. But, hey, that's another that's that's another story. I, it just come on, guys. It just it's just plain just knock down, drag out, silly, stupid. And oh, by the way, if you want to have a real conversation, why the NFL had Sean Smith as the referee? Now that's a different conversation because, as we told you last week, this guy kills the home team in games he referees. Yeah. And there were some really sketchy plays. But I would also advise don't throw into triple coverage because you might not get the call. And that was the interception where there was some arm grabbing. And, of course, you know, Gene's territory. I like Gene, Carl, but why have refs on if they're never going to challenge the call? Never. The only guy who does is Mike Pereira. Pereira. And he's been dealing with some health concerns, but Pereira's the one guy that will tell you, hey, that was a terrible call. They blew it. But nobody else does. 404-726-0929. we got a lot to get to, guys. It's Dukes and Bell live at State Farm Arena. And uh, as always, this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Check out themancavestore.com for all of your needs. We're going to go around the NFL. Uh, Kadarius Tony claims a false injury report that Andy Reid denies. Have you oh. not heard this? This is pretty interesting. Also, is Butterfingers a condition? <laughs> also, we're going to talk more about our situation with the Falcons. Are you liking what you're seeing so far? Do you have a feel that this, what what do you think? All right, we'll get into it coming up in our NFL Blitz next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? Bell. 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.